When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Women. All right. So I have myself, Marnie, owner of the Wing Girl Method and coach and author of the book Get Inside Her and the lovely, amazing and talented and super funny, a little bit neurotic, Kristen Carney and the voice of all men. This is Mo. There you go. I love it. And actually, we have a special guest on later in the second half of the show. It is Jason Capital, who is a fantastic dating coach. He is the new kid on the block in the dating coach community, and he is going to be giving us amazing expert advice and on he's flirting. A man. He's and he's a, a man. man. Exactly. It's going to be even because there's only it. two women today. So only ask two women questions. I would love to see a group of actually new kids on the block, like <laughs> style dating coaches. They'd be like, now you're going to have a lot of dates in the 90s. <laughs> then it's going to fade out for a while. Then you're going to make a feeble attempt at like going on the Today Show and performing, and no one's going to listen to your new album. Does nobody <laughs> listen to their new album? Because when I heard they were doing a concert, I was like, oh, I want to go. But I also didn't buy tickets, so probably... Are you talking well, about the New Kids on the Block? Yeah. They had like a, a concert where it was New Kids, Backstreet Boys... <sighs> And maybe like, that like is the boys, saddest boys therapy oh, session I have ever heard of. I saw the new kids on the block on the Today Show, I think like a couple months ago, and they were so off key that no. it was like, I understand if you come back and you're like trying, but it was so sad when the talent was no longer there. And it was almost like they were all looking at each other like, let's just get through this 30 seconds of this really <laughs> off key part. We're going to keep going. And it was just really uncomfortable. Wow. That's horrible. That's awful. They're getting old. I don't think it's easy to keep your talent at that age. No, probably not. They're the old kids on the uh, (laughs) cul-de-sac. That's the new new term. So, actually, I wish I I was watching them yesterday. I had a a lazy day yesterday. Like, halfway through the day, I'm like, "Eh, I'm just going to watch TV and veg out. So, I decided to go on Netflix and start watching some interesting films. And for some reason, The Secret popped up as something I might like based on my past uh, things that I was watching, and I'd never seen The Secret before, but I'm sure you've heard of it. Oh, I've, I've seen. I feel like the world has seen The Secret. I sort of stayed away from it. That's how I, I got this podcast. I, exactly. You envisioned it and put mm-hmm. it onto a vision board. Yep. So I, I Mo. Yeah, exactly. And then he came. I, I appeared. And then he came. Half naked. <laughs> That's a different show. That part's yet to come. <laughs> I came many times. There you go. To the podcast. And I would, I, so I was watching it, and first, it, it's a horribly produced show. It's basically like, you know, Indiana Jones. Like, I, I, I don't even know what I was watching. There was really no talking and just a bunch of like old flashes of people in dungeons discovering this secret. But I, <laughs> I, I and I only watched for 50. 15 minutes because I kind of got sick of it after a while. But I really did like the message behind the secret in that, you know, the laws of attraction exist. Whatever you put out there, you get back tenfold. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that with you guys because I know that first impressions are extremely important. We've talked about it before, like first impressions of how we've met our significant, significant others, but more so like how important it is to put out positive energy. So guys that you've met in the past who were negative, did that have an effect on how attracted you were to them? Well, I know for me, I've put out a lot of negative energy. I'm doing it right now. Um, I can't speak specifically on that actually, to be honest with you, but I can say that I don't get approached by guys a lot. And it's because of my energy, because I have this energy of like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And not that I'm unapproachable. I think I'm a pretty nice person, but I don't have the the energy to deal kind deal with going through that, that experience. And so I know for me, the energy I'm putting out there actually exists and I don't want to put it out there. A lot of the time I'm 
wondering why guys aren't talking to me. Yeah. And why my friends get at, you know, talk to, and then I get called like the cock blocker, you know, even yeah. though I'm not. Um, and so I've wanted to change that energy and you can change the energy. Absolutely. You can totally change. Well, actually, since, since you're talking about change it, how do you want to go about changing it? And what advice could you give to people to change the energy they put out there? Well, I actually wish I had the term for whatever this is I'm going to be talking about, um, <laughs> because I'm going to sound very unknowledgeable, but I had a therapist who was very into spirituality and stuff. And so she would ask, are you comfortable with talking about this at all? And at the, at the beginning, I was like, absolutely not. This is like really awkward and uncomfortable. And I don't want to touch your hands while you say like a weird prayer <laughs> when I get there because I already have enough anxiety. It's going to make it worse. Right. But eventually I loosened up and she talked about um, – the physical energy that people actually can sense and feel, it actually exists. So she had a couple, um, I guess you could say experiments, to show that it exists. One of them was she took two wire hangers, straightened them out. It just sounds like an abortion tool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and you, killed the baby. Yes. yes. Uh, so she straightens, you straighten them out. She already had them straightened. And um, you flip one end about half an inch up, and the other end you flip half an inch down. And they're very flimsy kind of wire hangers. You hold, This sounds so bizarre, and I felt like it was so bizarre, but it was very interesting. You hold the two hangers at the person across from you. Um, the person across from you is supposed to have a very, very overwhelming or powerful thought. And when they have that thought, the wire hangers actually open because of the and I know I sound like a kook. No, it doesn't sound like a kook. It sounds like it, Scientology. It yeah, does, but I am what telling you. you to get us to get so into? she said to me, "Okay, close your eyes and in your mind sing the most moving song that you can sing that you can that you like or you know." And I love the song "Oh Holy Night" from Christmas <laughs> because I love Christmas music and I find the song very powerful because there's the part where this is. This could be very, um, no pun intended, it's like fall on your knees, the part where it's like <laughs> yeah. fall on your knees, and I'm not going to sing it. And um, I, I was in my head singing that as powerfully as I could, and the hangers literally swung, swung open. I, I thought this was absurd. I'm like, okay, this lady's totally like twisting these to open them up. I did it to her. I'm telling you, the wire hangers opened when she was thinking powerful thoughts. Wow. And so um, I took that. And it really changed, I don't want to say changed my life, because then I definitely sound Scientology. <laughs> However, it made me much more aware yeah. of the energy that I'm putting out there. So when I'm having a bad day, and shit is just going wrong, and I am angry, and you are pissing me off, you you, you put you that out there. a certain energy. You oh, yeah. bring that on yourself. Something may start the, the yeah. domino effect. Well, the reason that I'm asking this is because a lot of guys write into me, a lot of guys call me, I have a lot of consults with guys and coach a lot of guys, and they are not aware of what they're putting out there to me as a coach. And I understand they're coming to me, you know, and they're expressing everything and every insecurity that they're feeling. So of course they're going to dump that on me, but they're not aware of what they are emitting to other women that are coming into their space. Yeah. And women are really insightful and they're really sensitive to these things. So you can, um, well, I, it's literally, I mean, it turns into a tangible thing, the sure. energy that a guy is putting out there. It, it's, it's very real. People don't realize you could feel someone burning a hole in your back if they're staring at you. Right. And you don't even you turn around to look. You have no reason why you turned around, but it's because you could feel that energy being focused exactly. on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well, I always say to men that women actually feel you. So when a man comes up to a woman, I, they literally cannot hear that first line that you say. So the first line doesn't actually matter. It's the way that you say it. So they're getting a feeling about you. And the more that you show who you are with your words, with your body language, with your voice tonality, because actually, you know, um, communication is only 15% verbalization of the words that you use. The rest is, is body language and tonality and, and facial gestures. Um, so it's not important about what you say. It's about how you say it. And I actually had a, a really good exercise that I was going to give to people in case this happens to be a thing for them or an issue or they're not even sure if they are doing it. Because I, I gave it out four times this week to coaching clients that I have, and it's called reframing. So it's a simple way of catching your brain and the way that you think about yourself and the way that you express yourself to other individuals. So it's it, it requires you to first 
take notice of the things you're thinking and saying. And it's about giving things a positive spin rather than going into a negative hole because you are your own publicist. You are the one who is expressing who you are and the way that people should be treating you. So for example, I had some guys today, uh, sorry, yesterday who both of them said to me, you know, I'm really horrible with women. My skills are awful. Anytime I go in for X, Y, and Z, it doesn't happen. I don't get the second date. And I was like, hold up, stop. Let's reframe that sentence. Okay. Cause you're on the phone with me now we're doing coaching. Let's start reframing. So the, the positive spin on that sentence is in the past, I haven't been very good with women, but right now I'm learning about how to be better. And I know that if I apply myself, things are going to change. So it's like simply just talking about yourself more nicely, if that's even a real phrase. Um, But first, you have to start noticing that you're doing it. So catching yourself. And then you can start actually actively altering the way that you you think about yourself and the way that you speak about yourself. Because as you said before, women are going to listen to whatever you put out there. They may not know that you're the most amazing person in the world. They know the words that are coming across to them where you say, oh, I'm a horrible X, Y, Z. Oh, I'm the worst this. Oh, blah, whatever negative other things that you spit out of your mouth. Right. It's Sorry, like, I'm getting on a tangent well, now, but. But it's like, do you, can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? It's like, no, I can't because I'm focusing on you and your energy and like what I'm getting a sense of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But but so that is for a lot of guys who do have difficulty with their approaches or if they're talking to a woman and they're like, well, you know, she had her arms crossed or she wasn't paying attention to me or she wasn't engaged in the conversation. A lot of it has to do with how you are presenting yourself to that woman. Yeah, I'm actually I, right now I'm taking a, an acting class. Oh. I'm a thespian. Oh, a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> um, and there's a guy in the class who is definitely like I just said people don't really approach me. Men don't really approach me too much, but this guy is totally putting out the vibes. And I just want to mention that for a second because you're proud of it. Well, first of all, I'm totally proud of it. Second of all, (laughs) he has huge muscles. So I'm even more proud of it because usually those guys I don't think are, are too into me, but his energy that he's putting out is really, he's a nice guy, but it's very turn offish. And the reason I say that is because he is way too assured that I am going to want to exchange this this Fluids. this stuff going on right now. <laughs> he's got over, I, he's overconfident. Way overconfident. So the vibe that I'm getting is not I'm he he's done things like so far twice um walked me to my well asked me to like where I've parked to make sure that like I'm not cuz we get out really late at class that's, like last night we got out that's at like creepy where two. you parked. No, well like last night I he goes are you leaving because we had a break and I grabbed my keys from my car and he's like where are you going? And first of all, he sat next to me, you know, in class. And um, I said, I'm just running out to my car. And he's like, well, where are you parked? And I was like, oh, right in front. Like, don't come with me kind of thing. Um, He walked me to my car the night before or the class before, which was totally fine. But it's this he's ripped, very handsome, sparkling white teeth, definitely uses tanner. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it on his hands. Like, I know those creases aren't that orange normally. And he is playing this as if I'm awesome. And so his energy to me is saying, I am so into myself that you are going to be too. So you're saying that even though his actions are wonderful. Right. You're still getting this vibe. Can can you explain that a little bit more for like people who maybe can't visualize what that would look like? Like, what is it about his energy? It's a kind of, it's a smirk. Almost like a smugness smug where half of your, you know, I know body language experts will say when someone smiles with like the half of their lips, it's kind of saying like, I'm better than you. And he's always kind of got this little dimple showing on the side where he's scrunching his face to kind of give me that half smile, which to me is kind of saying like, you know, you like this. And but you said you liked it the first week. No, I, you were OK with it. the first No, week. I'm OK with him because he's a nice because he's nice enough. Okay. You know, he's not creeping me out. But what I'm saying is that energy to me would not interest me in dating him. Yeah. But you know, because of the cockiness that involved. That guy probably has no problem getting women right off. And guys out there and who he knows are that it, guy, and that's the energy keep doing problem. what you're doing because you're, you're going to have no problem getting women. Uh, Kristen is a rare breed of woman that. Yeah. 
that I'm like you a don't... weird bird in like the jungle, and I do this. <laughs> yeah. like, I have to have the specific move dance that like is okay to me. You don't have to be the best looking guy with pearly white teeth to get a beautiful girl like Kristen. She likes. Oh, she you. likes. I like um, scumbags. Yeah. She likes scumbags. No, but she likes guys that are a little wittier, that are smarter, that make her laugh, that don't have to necessarily be in the best shape at all. That that really right. doesn't matter to her. So. Um, so she, that charm doesn't come through when, but see, but when see, you don't that have guy, that That guy is going to keep on going after you because you're the one girl that doesn't pick up a shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the truth is, is that's that a challenge. the way that he is carrying himself from what I'm getting a sense of, um, if he were to not interact with somebody on a regular basis and like maybe if he gave you a more of his real self that would attract you more but for going out and like picking yeah. up girls like that is a it's a good energy that works right. and, and well he's also lost the battle because he's in an acting class right you know like so i'm not attracted to the dudes so in my acting true. class right that is yeah i get that. way that too green. vulnerable yeah you ain't that green <laughs> yeah but, but you're so right i feel your end the energy that you give out is is a direct correlation of what you end up getting back in absolutely return. Uh, you know if you if you are a dominating guy and you give out this energy of I'm better than everyone, then you're probably going to end up with a woman that you treat like crap and she's going to complain all the time, but she's going to be your biatch. Yeah. Um, but if or you're, the opposite. Or you might get somebody opposite. who is like just equal to you and you do not communicate well. Yeah. There's no compromise whatsoever. So, so let me ask you something because I, I think I was at an insecure phase a couple times in my life when I was single and and I and I was very aware of the energy of yeah okay I got to come in with positive energy and and then I come into pause with positive energy and I know what my pickup line is going to be and I get to the girl I'm like hey where are you from and then she just dogs me and then I walk like shit ass what did I do wrong this is bullshit you all of a sudden get Tourette's I'm negative <laughs> I hate life chicks don't like me. Definitely. Well, then you don't really have confidence. You're kind of faking but that's, it a little bit. Exactly. But, that's what, but that's what I mentioned with the domino effect. One thing happens, and then you turn it into uh, a whole world scenario of I'm bad, this is wrong, she sucks, I suck, this sucks. And and then all of a sudden, not just that girl's getting the sense, but everyone around you is getting that sense. So all of a sudden, it's going to feel like one day went wrong, then a week went wrong, and then three months went wrong because of your the view you had on yourself that just em, em, you know just I don't know hung like, out, whatever hung the word like, emits emulates so exactly as a man how do I shake that shit do I, do I go after the low hanging fruit because no, you I don't. know it's gonna boost me up you have to work harder at dealing with rejection and it, 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 right. it again as I was saying you have to be really present and start yeah. to take notice of your thoughts so, so there's this there's this one exercise that I give to people and it's called the egg timer exercise where you basically Throw. Oh, that is my phone. Uh oh. Where Wrong you inspired. throw? She, she's blown. Those are people wanting. Where some you, I know. Seriously, they're like crazy for me. Um, where you give yourself a time limit in the very beginning of how long you're allowed to throw yourself a pity party. So you say, "All right, I'm turning this to five minutes, and I'm going to be really down on myself. I'm going to get really angry. I'm going to say how shitty I am, and then when the when the dinger goes off, it's over." And as you start doing that more, when the dinger goes off and it's your microwave, you should still feel shitty. Yeah, exa- about yourself. <laughs> exactly. But no, but as as you start doing that more, y- y- you eventually don't need those five minutes. You don't even need those thirty seconds because you realize how stupid all of it is. That is one exercise that you can do to help you get over those negative thoughts. Another exercise is going out with the sole goal of being rejected, of saying I'm going to get rejected by ten girls tonight, and then that's when I'm allowed to go home. And you. Find a way to make rejection fun. You curtsy when somebody rejects you. You like pretend to take off your top hat afterwards. <laughs> Whatever it is, have fun with being rejected because rejection actually isn't that bad. The other thing that you can do, this is the third thing. And, and let me just say oh, this. Yeah. Rejection gives you character because if you didn't experience a rejection, you would end up like the guy in my acting class. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't want to be him. You don't. No, you don't. Because right. actually, and when that happens to you when you're younger, what is it called? What do I call it? Hop, it's like hot boy syndrome, basically, when like you've never had rejection before, and then it really freaking hurts oh, later on down the road. Like the right. new kids on the block, you, yeah, at the exactly. Center, no one buys tickets when right. you've never had rejection, and it's like, oh god, at twenty eight, you're dealing with your first rejection because yeah. girls suddenly want a personality it's like now, girls and you who don't are, have one. It's like girls who were cool in high school who are now like fat. They're like. <laughs> They're, they're, struggling. Like, they're struggling. They didn't know this was going to happen to them. Exactly. Like every girl in they high school. They didn't foresee it. Every girl exactly. in high school that had boobs has just gone downhill ever right. since. Right. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have boobs Including until later. Mine, 
came. I had bee bites. They were tiny. Bee and bites. then suddenly, amazing. Oh, um, but uh, the other one is the reframing exercise. And it, it, again, all of this requires you to be really present in it. And it, it involves you doing work. It can take one month to three months. I say it takes three months to make a habit, one year to make something actually yours. But it's it's worthwhile doing so that you don't think down on yourself for the rest of your life. Um, so it is being present in what you're thinking and talking yourself out of it. And if you need a tool, you can you can write down on a piece of paper five things that are awesome about you um, and look at that piece of paper after the rejection happens and just say, okay, I'm good. Put it back in your back pocket and then go back out. Yeah. I know all of this sounds like, no, like I, cheesy, but no, it's no, I, what really helps. It does help. And I've dealt with those things like feeling depressed and things that – it's like a cognitive distortion, what these guys are feeling. Yeah. It's, um, it's fortune telling. You can't you – can't fortune tell what everyone's going to say to you you know it's no. just doesn't exist even though like you want to think that way so bad because it feels so natural you really 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 have to make an effort to shift your yeah. thinking absolutely and, and really it's it's really for us men it's just that little bastard that's in our head that's saying hey you're fat buddy hey buddy you know you can't talk to that girl you right. can't it's that little man so really all you're doing is you're creating another man in your head yeah. that's going to say hey fuck that little man you're the tough guy. You know, this is an experiment right here. Just go out there oh, and I have love fun that. with it. Yeah. So then uh, hopefully you gotta, that it, other man starts beating down the little man. Well, it's like the two <laughs> angels on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, I read this book when I, I actually, I'll be very revealing right now. I, I had um, Reveal it. I had panic attacks two years ago. I'd never had them before, but I had been listening to so many people tell me their stuff and I didn't have an outlet for myself. Wow. Um, so, you know, taking on all of that negative energy that eventually turns into positive, even though it turns positive, it still is negative energy coming my way and I wasn't getting rid of it some way. Um, so I went to a life coach and she gave me this book called How to Tame Your Gremlin, which was, I think it's, or Taming Your Gremlin, whatever it is. It's kind of like that little voice in your head. And the, the book talks about these gremlins that exist and everybody has a gremlin and most of us, you know, there's like 10 different types of gremlins that exist. So what you're supposed to do is put your brain to work at night and mm -hmm. say, tomorrow morning, I'm going to see the physical um, gremlin that lives inside my head. So I gave myself the assignment. The next morning, I woke up brushing my teeth and suddenly there's this little gremlin sitting on my sink. And have you ever seen Friends? Okay. The, the so, show? Yeah, the I've show. I've seen the movie Gremlins. Okay. Well, oh, <laughs> but on Friends, there's this woman named Estelle. She's Joey's agent, and she's, oh, like, yeah. disgusting. She smokes cigarettes. She goes, oh, you're such a loser. Yeah, That's what my Joey. gremlin looked like, okay? With, oh, like, with like, a weird gremlin face that was kind of funny. I'd, like, want to be friends with her. I know, exactly. <laughs> but that the thing is, is that when I saw the physical appearance of this thing in my head, which is really trying to protect me like a parent because it's like, don't do anything because you might get hurt. That's what it's doing. I looked at it and said, oh, this is what's there. Okay. And then you can pat it on the head, as stupid as that sounds, yeah. and say, all right, you're over there. I hear you. I know you're crazy. I'm not going to listen to you. So once you can actually like have a, a physical representation of what that looks like, yeah. It's easier to control it. And I like Getting what you were schizophrenia saying. schizophrenia is so helpful yes, in life. exactly. It really oh, is. It's either we're going really to create confident men or schizophrenic. Well, because I when, I, when I've had my negative voice, I've had to, like in therapy, I've had to, to reveal, I've had to talk to my negative voice. So I've had to play two people, you know, yeah. and... Being crazy is better. Exactly. It helps. But I, I think that the point of this to bring it back to, you know, ask women is that it, the way that you represent yourself, especially as a man, if you have a negative energy and you're downing yourself and you're not taking a leadership role, that is very unattractive to women. We don't have confidence in you. We don't feel safe around you. We don't feel stability, which will definitely, definitely turn us off. Um, and actually, we have a phone call that I want to get to in one minute, but I did want to talk about one more thing on this topic because um, I have this blog on my website that talks about how to bring up sticky topics with women on dates because that is an area sticky as well. Topics. I knew sticky someone topics. was going to call like, it uh, Like something about Mary? Yes. Yeah, sticky topics. topics and the hair kind of situation? Exactly. I like those but, topics. So for some guys, okay, and I like they don't know how to bring up the fact they have kids or the fact they have a divorce and everything we've said in the beginning of this show really it, 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 the same is applied to that. It's the way that you represent your situation is the way that a woman's going to feel it. And so I tell this story about when I was dating and I went on a date with this one guy who was like, I have to tell you something. I have a kid 
And I was like, no, you have a child. It's the worst thing in the entire world. And like my head spinning in a million directions because he's he just like he phrased it to me so negatively. All I was thinking was negative thoughts. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to see this guy again. He has a kid. It's he horrible. phrased it negatively and just by using the word child. child. I know, just child. Just child. Coming. <laughs> but then I went on a date with another guy who, you know, was was so proud of his child. And he's like, yeah, my daughter's amazing. We go to the park together. I have her this Saturday. We're going to go do this, this, this. And I was like, I am ready to be her adopted I'd mother. be like, yeah. I'll be the judge of how amazing yeah. she is. <laughs> exactly. But, but the energy that you put out there right. really dictates how another person perceives a situation, especially women. Women, we feel you. We absolutely feel you. And if you don't feel good, we do not want to be around you. It's, it's like when women say you're creepy, there's that negative feeling around you. So so what if a guy's like, hey, God, we're having so much fun. Our life is so good. I have herpes. Hey. <laughs> I have this really, it's got like its own heartbeat herpy. Like it's got such a big heart inside. It's so cool. It's just right. I don't know. Let me ask you. How would you respond to I that I wouldn't one? respond because I don't have herpes. <laughs> there you go. Lies. No. There you go. I would run. You would run. Well, that that's that's like a whole other episode to bring up STDs and stuff. So let's save that for, for, the, next for the next episode. But let's, let's go to our calls because we have Todd. Right? Yeah, we got Todd. Let's bring in Todd here. Let's see what Todd... Todd called and left us a message. Yeah. So let's see what Todd had to say. My name is Todd, and I'm calling from Iowa. I just had a question... What's his um, name? Real quick, uh, about um, the fundamentals of um, the whole thing, um, maiden dating. And can you um, just kind of address the situation of um, is it opposites attract or mostly do um, alikes attract, do you think? And uh, another thing I wanted to ask about is... Um, uh, kind of like uh, if you get hot and cold attitude from women, um, what's that mean? And um, I kind of read where that might mean that you're being used, but I just uh, wonder what feedback you guys would have on that. Uh, first time um, caller, long time listener, uh, like the work you guys do, and uh, I think you should all get a show on Comedy Central. Um, thanks a lot for answering my questions. Todd, first of all, thank you for listening for a long time for four weeks. Three weeks? <laughs> Three weeks. Three weeks. Thanks, Todd. I consider that a long time. It sometimes. is. That's yeah. a big commitment right there. It is. And for the vote for having a show on Comedy Central. Totally. Yeah. That's definitely where we're headed next. Did for he say sure. he saw our show yeah. on Comedy Central? Or oh, is that what he wants said? Wants to have a show on I think he wants a show. If he saw a show, yeah. then he's a crazy person. Well, right. He, that I he wants tell one. And oh, he yeah. wants yeah, one. Yeah, and you girls have to wear Todd. Bikinis. Awesome. Find yeah. what we're wearing now, so it would work really well, especially oh, you. Yeah. There. <laughs> so let's so let's answer the question. So let's go to the second part first, where um, he's. What, what was it? Hot and cold attitude. Are you being used? Well, Chrism, let's hear what you have to say. Oh, God. I. I give a hot and cold attitude sometimes, so I don't want to put myself down, but I don't think it's a great sign. Um, I think the hot attitude means uh, I need something from you, and the cold attitude means I got what I needed. Give me some time until I need more from you. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And then I'll be back with a hot attitude. <laughs> I agree. Anytime that you get hot and cold from somebody that you're not in a relationship with, um, it's 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 not a good sign. It means either she needs attention for that moment because somebody else isn't giving her attention. You're what's available right now, so she'll be around you when needed. Um, but you kind of have to think about it on the flip side. Like, do you want to be around somebody that is hot and cold? No, no. And if they're hot and cold at the beginning, which I'm not, I'm assuming is what he asked if yeah. they're hot and cold at the beginning you can only imagine if it gets anywhere how it's not going to. cold yeah. it will be toward the end not even hot it will just be cold right and you're not going to get anywhere hot and cold you should just means... get gloves and put on a scarf now yeah exactly she's be and let icy. her go on her way yeah. hot and hot and cold means i'll make plans with you and then i'll break them half yeah. an hour before we go out so if you right. want because you're not that, that important to me right if you want to be in that repeated pattern Continue doing it, but hot and cold, like set your boundary and just, just, you know, put limitations on people being hot and cold with you and how you take it. You want a girl who's going to treat you the way you would want to treat her. Absolutely. You know, that's the golden rule. And Todd, hot and cold is is like a drug, right? When it's hot, God, it feels so good. When it's cold, you're in the dumps. You need to figure out where you're at. Are you looking for a serious relationship? If so, hot and cold is not what you want and you need to move on right away. If you're looking to have fun, great. Keep the hot and cold girl around. But then also go right. find other girls that are more hot oh, than yeah. cold. <laughs> and then just keep your hot and cold girl as entertainment for when you want to you know, get some here and there. And I guarantee you, you get another two at, in the batting order. 
that hot and cold girl is going to become more hot than cold. That actually is true. That you is know what's so true. bad is for a second, I couldn't figure out which one was good and bad, like hot or cold. I was like, wait, that in my brain. I was like, wait, is cold good? Cause sometimes well, you like cold. Right, you give yeah. the men cold, and for some reason, they That's like it. That's your thing. They're all over it. Exactly. And what was the, what was the first part of the question? Do um, the opposites the opposite attract? attract. Yeah. yeah, or do likes attract? Do you like the dress? So, I, what is your opinion? Well, the most important opinion. Um, yes. I think having the, the balance. It, yeah, I'm the only opinion. But having a balance is definitely good. If you have someone that is opposites, I think it will lend to more of a sexual relationship at the beginning that will fizzle out. Um, if you have something that's opposite and alike, you have a long-term thing happening. But if you have someone that's that's totally alike you're gonna get so sick of them because you need someone to kind of open up your world and so if you guys already had experienced all the same things like all the same shows or you know this and that then you're going to (laughs) don't talk about i'm trying to never talk about that again um then you know you're going to be bored you want someone to open up and inspire you to new things so i definitely think you need a different a different guy to an extent but close enough to where it feels like home. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that a lot of people get confused about what opposite and like means. Um, opposites attract in terms of like things that they like, maybe the way they live their lives. But I think overall, you have to have the same values. Not all the same core values, but that's where the light comes in, that if you have different values, then, then you are, you're not going to mesh unless you can uh, inform somebody of your values and they can take on your values and vice versa. But I, I think exactly what Kristen said, opposites definitely do attract and they have a much more fun relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. It becomes more challenging. You're constantly growing and learning from another individual because I will say my husband is very different from me. He is 10 years older than me. He's Catholic. He's mixed. He is American. He's from Chicago. Um, you know, it's so many differences. Right. And and it, it's been a lot for us to work with, but it makes it really interesting. And how about for the, us. the core values when it comes to love Wait, and family before, and all those things? Before you get to core, I just want to say I'm really disappointed that you didn't mow the producer pull out Paula Abdul's song with the... The Straight Up No Tell Me? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, not. Wait, no, no. Opposites attract. Well, yeah. Opposite. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Don't. I haven't finished editing this yet. Okay. So Throw it in there. In it there. might be in there. It might make right it right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go back to yeah. your core, your heart. And that's. I think the core values are what's most important. Yeah. Me and my girl were definitely, I'd say, opposite in terms of how we live our I lives. Totally agree with how, you. How we, um, you know, how we deal with other people in our lives. We're totally different. But when it comes to the core values of love, of family, things that you need to build a foundation for the future on, you guys better be likes and be on the same page. Otherwise, those are huge red flags that are going to continually eat at a relationship. I couldn't agree more. Until it collapses. Well, I actually, so in, I'm going to give a plug for myself right now, but in one of my programs, How to Become a Man Women Want, I have an exercise about discovering your values because as much as people say they know their values, I don't think that they really do or they don't know what their core values are. Um, So I have this really great exercise book. I'm giving out a lot of exercises today um, about how to discover your values and find out exactly what your core values values are and what you believe in because i i believe and this is what i teach to all the men that i work with if the more that you know yourself the better results you are going to get with everything because then you know what you like what you don't like what your boundaries are what your boundaries aren't what you'll allow people to do and you'll respect yourself the more that you get to know yourself and you're not wishy-washy about things because as i always say you got to turn yourself on first before any woman will ever be turned on by you so and i think it's really important um, all right. Well, we are going to go to a break now. I feel like a weird segue person. Um, but we have an amazing guest on the show. Jason Capital is here with us. And we're going to talk about the flirting signs and how to flirt with women. We'll be right back. Get yourself over to podcastone.com this week and check out The John Sally Show. Sometimes controversial, but always authentic. John Sally gives you a celebrity insider's view into the world of sports and entertainment. Oh, yeah, and he just happens to be a four-time NBA champion and pop culture icon. Boom! Bang! Make listening to your favorite podcasts easy. Download our app today at podcastone.com. 
You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. They do? Yes. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here... With the three of us. <laughs> yes, we're here. <laughs> yes, we're here. And then we have the awesome Jason Capital on our show. Who- also known as Jason Lowercase. <laughs> I didn't get that joke before, but now I do. Sorry. Jason Lowercase is on the show. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, that's about? not funny. You're I'm a weirdo. Extremely confused right <laughs> He's like, I fucking hate this show. Although now I'm I just done. got it. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jason and I met, I actually don't even know how long ago, maybe like a year. No, wait, two years ago. Wait. Now, what? What? Can I talk about Amazon real quick? Oh, God. Yes, of course. Talk about them. They're well, very important. We should do a segment where it's just like, how we can most awkwardly transition to reading in the Amazon thing. <laughs> yeah, to a plug for something. Yeah. Because I want to be like, hey, you guys been to the Amazon River? <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to know what's easier to get to? Amazon.com. <laughs> Just go to through Podcast One. I'm sold. It's horrible. That perfect. No, go, I quit. Go, go. Keep going. Well, no. If you go to PodcastOne.com and then click on the Ask Women logo, um, if you guys like us, and we like you. I mean, we like you. We don't know you, but we like you. If you're listening, you're amazing. You have great yeah. taste. You're an yeah. awesome human being. You're very good looking. You're you're super hot. I don't know why you're listening to this because you don't need help. I mean, you're amazing. But uh, go to um, Podcast One and then click on our banner on Ask Women because we get a kickback and it helps our show stay on the air. Mm -hmm. We really want to make the show go places and we really want to help you guys and stuff. So the more you help us, the more we can help you. So help me help you. Aww, help me help that you. That was such a so, sweet way yeah. of saying it. Oh, no, it's horrible. But I love it. Save the, it's to make it easier on yourself if you do shop on Amazon, save it as, um, save it as yeah, a, bookmarks. a bookmark because then it's just quicker. You don't have to find the page that you're going to. Well, but even, okay, can I just say one little thing? I just bought toothbrushes on Amazon and paper towel and it was way cheaper than going to the what? store and it's delivered to your house. So Cheaper than Target? How quickly do you need it though? Target, I feel like you would need paper top well toilet paper I, I go to like smart like vinyl for my, for my bounty yes. and like it, it, it was cheaper there but for I, I get really good toothbrushes and they were a dollar something like a dollar 37 you know what that's like a relationship thing it, like, it, if you're single you shouldn't be staying in the house and getting all your groceries and toilet paper <laughs> things delivered to your house like you need to get out there that's true absolutely that's well, a really good point okay so tell us more Jason but you just detracted people from going to Amazon for us so you're fired <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> thank god I don't work for you <laughs> there you go so tell us more about that because because I know a lot of guys mm-hmm. will say to me like where the hell do I meet women where are they mm-hmm. so well, the first thing I would ask them is take a look at the last week of your life how many women did you actually meet how many women that you didn't know beforehand did you even talk to Okay. The answer would be one, maybe two. M- maybe if that. If that. It's usually zero. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, ha- let's, let's get you talking to people first before you start meeting women that you're attracted to. Okay. It's, I mean, most people, they're in- incredibly, like our society, I don't want to go on like a tangent here. From no, the go on a tangent. Real quick. That's but why you're here. Our society has trained everyone to be extremely antisocial at all times. We watch TV. We have our entertainment given to us. We don't have to be social or turn no ourselves on. No one's friendly anymore. Like, no, no one really holds the door. So it's like, hey, have Twitter. a nice day. Yeah. I mean, right. every, everything yeah. is based on not actually human to the human interaction. Like, right. this is some foreign concept to people now, which is insane. Yeah. It's why so many people are on antidepressants. It's why they're all fucked up. It's why there's so many issues. I was just walking here today. Five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, and I think every person I saw on the street was wearing headphones. Like, really, you you can't walk down the street without listening to music. Like, it's that important. Are you that antisocial? Are you that uncomfortable talking to other people? And that's like a huge problem. So, if you don't talk to people for a week, and then all of a sudden you see a pretty girl on the street, and you're like, "Fuck, I would love to talk to her." You're gonna have no idea what to say or what to do. Your muscle isn't warmed up. Yes, your conversation muscle. It's funny because I talk to people about that as well. Where I'm like, if you can't even approach like an old dude sitting on the corner reading a newspaper, Mm -hmm. how are you ever going to be able to attract a woman you want to sleep with or possibly date or whatever? Like a hot girl with a great smile. Mm -hmm. So, so what? What do guys do so that they do start working their conversation muscle? Talk to everybody. Like this is what I don't understand. Is not only are you antisocial, but like. Like I love people. Like I find people fascinating. Oh, yeah. I wanted like I want to know all the shit about everyone. In this we room. are yeah. opposites. We yeah, should go out. Like, I hate people. Because <laughs> she was talking about at the beginning of the show, like that the energy that she puts out is like, no, leave me alone. I don't want to get involved in this. And as you were saying, nobody approaches you. I- I'm thinking, 
Talk. Everybody approaches me. Right. Like I, I go to New York and everyone says people are so rude there. I think it is the friendliest city in the entire I, world. I will say that that New York, when I do go to New York, because I think my energy is very New York because I'm really awesome. Yeah. When I go to New York, I, I'm telling you, guys smile at me and they talk to me and that is the one place in the world. I used to live in Chicago. Nobody talked to me in Chicago. Chicago's Midwesty and kind of like, ooh, I'm like kind of like scared and friendly and like, ooh. And the minute I go to New York, it's like, I said to my friend, I said, um, she's a comedian in New York, and I said, I, I, guys are like totally like hitting, you know, I don't know, it's like crazy. And she said, it's because you don't live here and you don't feel so jaded and horrible. She's like, that's if you lived true. here, guys wouldn't talk to you as much, but when you get here, you have a fresh energy. That's Well, that's interesting to hear that women also do the same thing, that they close right. themselves off. But oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not just picking on men, I'm picking on women also, right. including yeah. the one I'm looking at right now. So, but that's, <laughs> He's looking at me. Yeah, that's definitely so. I mean, you how clearly, does that make you feel? I noticed this from the Amazing. start. You have, a very, <laughs> like, you have a very sarcastic kind of acerbic energy about you, <laughs> and that's going to that's gonna put people off, obviously. And oh, it's yeah. not ironic that people talk to Marnie because she has this like big, goofy smile on her face all day and she's super friendly and she's like bopping around like hi hi how are you <laughs> and you're walking around with like this kind of like scowl slash smirk <laughs> on your face i don't have a scowl i don't have a scowl oh she's yet. like i'm really nice the thing is, you know what's, what's actually like the tragedy about that whole thing is that i'm incredibly nice i'm an incredibly nice human being honestly and it's like i Oh, you are. I don't, and what bothers me is I get mislabeled. And the same friend that I was just talking about who lives in New York, she and I went out, we both lived in Chicago at the same time. We went out to a bar, two different men in the same night. It was one of the worst nights of my life, said to me, uh, they wanted to buy her a drink because she's like blonde and like approachable and like sweet, but she's actually a way bigger asshole than I am and she would (laughs) admit it. She... They wanted to buy her a drink, and they both said this was on two different occasions in one night. They were like, you look like the, and I said this kind of earlier, you look like the cock-blocking friend. And it's funny because I am the polar opposite. If you guys want to fuck, fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm really nice and down-to-earth, but because of that kind of sarcastic energy, people think I'm an asshole when they yeah. first meet me. But I'm really, you know... I'm super sweet. Mm-hmm. You are super sweet, but actually, that that was kind of like whatever. So, so a, a bantery line that he would say to you to get you talking. That's, yeah, it's not bad. So, I, I think that's actually a flirting thing for him. But well, it's right because it makes me open up. Well, what it right. does, we call see. I call it the snap band effect. Is they like kind of jokingly push you one way. It's right. like reverse psychology, and right. then you can go that way. Like if I that's say to a girl, true. like I feel like you never get drunk and go home with guys you just met. What is she going to want to do? She's that going to want to get, get drunk. That's true. Exactly. You are so right because what I wanted to do that night was show how fun I was. I wanted to shimmy and be like, "Amazing!" Yeah, yeah. Get this girl a dick. Right. Well, actually, so Jason, tell us a little bit more about loosen her up a little bit about these these things that you can say to women because a lot of women like maybe it is uncomfortable being out or they are in a mood or whatever it is. So. I know that what you teach to guys is not about objectifying women or manipulating them, which is mm-hmm. the main reason I asked you to come on today. Um, but what you do is fun, exciting, and you you get women to choose to be with you, to choose to go home with you, mm-hmm. to choose to have sex with oh, you, so to you choose don't rape to them. date with you. No, he's not a rapist. <laughs> not anymore. No, that was but, a phase. But <laughs> he but he does everything authentically and by by having fun and being mm-hmm. open, and that's how he gets girls, and that's what he teaches. And that deep other mm-hmm isn't bad either. So oh, do it. Well, actually, I, so we're, I know we're jumping all over the place, but before we get into that, I want to know and be honest, and I'm going to put Kristen on the spot. What do you think, or what did you think of him when he walked in the room? Like, what did what? Because we were talking about energies before. So, what energy was he putting off? Well, I don't know if I was like reading the energy from him or from his accessories, but I got from him because if people are, he's totally not entertained right now <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's got um, like a cool necklace on and a cool bracelet. I was like, okay, this guy's like suave. So that was the energy I got, kind of like a a little mysterious. I will I will give him a little mysterious thing too because the accessories he's wearing are not like shiny they're more like uh jungly kind of like i might be in touch with the earth and yeah but at the same time i have like a tighter t-shirt on so it's like i'm not super hippie-ish but i'm kind of that direction not hippie-ish but like Mm -hmm. earthy so i was was thinking about the amazon i thought we could pitch again right there (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you but underneath the exterior with his clothes and that he's mysterious were you attracted to him yeah sure 
Because I can, uh, I can see that. Well, you because are. we have a good banter. Oh, yeah. Well, I like the banter because mm-hmm. he can put in like it, what I give out. It's like what you know he, that kind of bullshit fest back and forth. It's he can fun. match it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he's okay yes, with it. He can match it and raise it a card, or, mm-hmm. or I don't play a gamble, a, a, a dollar. No, but, that's, but that's, that's what like what Jason was saying. Those those like little psychological challenging lines. Mm-hmm. The fact that you know some guys look at a girl who's scowling and they're like, oh, don't approach her. But but Jason goes up to them and says like. What would you say? Well, the thing is, like, even a girl like this, generally speaking, (laughs) like, and this isn't necessarily, like, unique to you, but a lot of girls are similar to you, especially in big cities like L.A., New York. (laughs) You're a unique little snowflake and we love you. (laughs) But a lot of guys make the mistake when they first talk to a girl is we call it, they basically, they try to go into this rapport-seeking mode right away. Like, they want to become friends first before they start to, like, spark that banter or that sexual attraction or that tension. Well, because they have to. They have it backwards. You want to you want to go and you want to banter first. You want to have fun first. You want to be a little sarcastic, a little challenging. Have some fun with it. Do that for a couple minutes, and then look at her and be like, you know what? Like you're actually kind of cool. Like you can hang. Like tell me more about you. Right. And then you can go into that kind of stuff. And and that changes the whole thing. Like if she met a guy who was just coming up to her and been like, you're you're really cool. Like tell me about you. She'd be like, the fuck are you talking about? Right. Get, get, get away, away from the creeper. Go kill yourself. Like right. that's probably what you would be thinking. But if you have another guy who comes We're up saying. to you and he's more indifferent and he's just having fun and he's kind of fucking with you and messing around and you guys start bantering and you start right. raising each other and that energy starts rising right. you do that for a couple of minutes all of a sudden you're like okay I'm, I'm interested in this guy and he's kind of in, like this is cool I could I could hang with this well I'm going to interrupt you for a second mm-hmm. so, so if there was that energy for you as a woman what does that do to you? Because you, I can feel it right now. Oh, right? I can feel it yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. But like, well, I'm what, totally entertained. So what, but what? Now. I know. No, man, I'm, into that, that, I'm into that watching. I'm a watch. <laughs> watching thing. Like a creepy but what old does man. that do to you when a guy does that? Because you said the banter's nice. You're matching it. Like, explain. I want guys to hear how it feels, and then what 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 it does to you. Well, what it does, I think, is it gives your brain something to be entertained by and deal with and figure out because when there's that mundaneness of just like oh hi nice to meet you your brain it's like you've said this before marnie like when we've talked about different meet like having meetings with people when you do something to change the course of what's an expected Mm-hmm. Scenario, the, the primal brain. Yeah, you trigger something in the brain that wakes it up and says like hmm this feels I don't know what the right it's word different, is. It's different. It's exciting. feels, yeah, there's something making my brain wake up and the sparks kind of go like coffee or something. Mm-hmm. So you're more you're more apt to want to move forward because you're curious now. Your brain is curious. Your brain curious. has changed. That's a good word. Yeah, yes. so there's curiosity. curiosity. It sparks curiosity. Right. It wakes you up. And as you said, you are living a mundane life typically. So when something does catch your attention, you're like, why is this catching my attention? Right. What's interesting about it? I must know more. Well, it was like Mo had said, if some guy walked up to you and was like, hey, I really want to have sex with you and just like walks away or like something really, yeah, perf- like really forward and then walks away that you're, it's not normal. That doesn't happen. And it could be seen as somewhat attractive or a turn on because it's like, the curiosity. whoa. And it's, and unless, unless you have like a that. giant boner and you're super creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's funny because in a situation like that, if a guy said that to you, it's not what he said that would make you attracted. It's the walking away that would do exactly. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because yeah, if you stayed the there, you'd be like, get away yeah, it's from like, It's like, listen, I told you I want to fuck you. Dick, let's go. Like, right, and, and then you're like, like ew, like, this no, is really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get away yeah. from me. Well, that's, that's why like, I tell guys, if the, don't buy a girl a drink that you don't know. That's weird. Like, like she wouldn't buy you a drink just because you're good looking. Like, why would you buy her a right. drink just because you're attracted? Like, talk to her for a few right. minutes. If you guys are hitting it off and it's cool, then yeah, of course you can buy her a drink. But if got anyone listening out there is like, no, like, I must buy girls drinks. Like, this is what Ryan Gosling taught me in Crazy Stupid Love or something. <laughs> then, then what you can do, and this is similar to what you were talking about, is buy her a drink, like, from across the bar or something, and say nothing to her. Right. And, don't, and that don't, gives the same effect. Right. If you guys um, want to listen to a funny bit about uh, buying women drinks, listen to Wanda Sykes' Drink Man bit. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> no, really but funny. I love Wanda Sykes. Yeah. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. But it's that kind of like shaking your glass from the bar. It's like, I'm Drink Man. And like the whole rest of the night, like you're on the dance floor and then he comes up. I mean, I'm totally stealing this from Wanda Sykes. But then he comes up to you on the dance floor and you're like, oh, it's Drink Man. He's like, I'm Drink Man. And like, it's just like, oh, buddy. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Yeah. I, I like that. I want to hear more. So I'm, I'm. Well, okay. So I can, I can take from right this. Yeah. So what happens in like in that situation? The reason that Drink Man is such a fag <laughs> is because he's he's so easy 
from the start. He's already, here's the thing. I always tell my guys, like, don't be sold right away. Don't be so committed. Don't be so invested from the start. Like so many guys are just like, they're so desperate that the first girl who spreads her legs and says, come here, big boy, like they're ready to dive in. And it's like, don't do that. Drink man is easy. If, if Wanda Sykes hit up drink man across the bar and was like, yo, what up drink man? She'd be, he would, he would be in, right? Right. No conversation. Yeah. Not to do anything to like right. earn my attention. There's no back and forth. It's just like, so if she's sold. really, really desperate. And you don't want a girl who wants, who's desperate. Who wants desperate. Well, right, and I'm saying it's not going to happen. You know, they're not going to be that desperate. Right. So what I always teach guys is, especially in the first couple of minutes, is you want to present yourself as somewhat of a challenge. That's one of the best things that you can do. I have a formula that I call for, basically, that, that creates attraction in any girl. And this doesn't mean she's going to fuck you, but she's going to be feeling some sense of pull towards you, some type of curiosity. Yeah. And that's this combination of just being playful. And challenging, and if you can be have that playful energy, but you can also be a challenge at the same time. She's going to be intrigued, and it doesn't Absolutely. matter if she's in a relationship or whatever. Like she might just talk to you for a couple more minutes, but if it's a single girl, then she's going to be like, "This is different. I want to know more." Right. And we actually did an in- interview for my website last week, which is on my site right now, winggirlmethod.com/jason. Uh, if you, and you should go listen to it because you actually explain step by step how to do that. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, just a little segue there again. Another plug for myself. But yeah, winggirlmethod.com slash Jason. But one of the other things I wanted to bring up today that we did bring up in that interview was when you were telling me about the way that you flirt and you, what did you say? You you make it all their fault. Well, explain to me. Mm-hmm. What, I forget what it was that you were talking about, call, but I know it works. Yeah, I call it the blame game. Type the blame game. Okay. The blame game. I'd call it like the like junior high game. Same thing, right? <laughs> right. Well, every, everything that works. I don't relabel everything. <laughs> well, that's just how the, I know in junior high, it was always kind of like this, like, you're ugly, you're, you're, you are you're you have cooties, and that's really like, it was not that I'm saying that's what you do, but that's... <laughs> that worked on you? <laughs> that still does. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, that you can, like, kind of only be attracted to guys who are kind of, like, kind of an asshole to you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm attracted. Yes, yes. That's I wonder what that says about you. I wonder what that <laughs> like, says about you. Is I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I have no <laughs> self esteem. <laughs> or too much. We can't tell you. No, no. Oh, look at that fire <laughs> in the room. I know. I no, want to write as you walk I have a boyfriend. Like, this is this is just <laughs> like I'm putting it out there. This that man has his man sexy. He just walked in. He reminds me of my old self. Back in the day, because oh, he has hair. No, just just how he walks in. Like he had, he just has confidence. Look how he stands too. He's open to you. He's yep. not afraid to give himself. He's confident. Mm-hmm. When a woman like kind of snaps at him a little bit, like Kristen did, <laughs> he just snaps right back, and she's Love like, it. "Holy shit." Who is this guy? Exactly. Who is this I'm guy? I'm off my turf. This is my turf. I'm turned on and I'm just observing. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is let's good continue stuff. it so I can finish. Um, anyway. No, we can keep on with the complimentary. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but like, look, I'm but, a guy. I want to know what you do, right? Yeah. I want to have your mentality. But I want to have like your this confidence. Before. Yeah, like, well, mm-hmm. how did you... Because there are guys here who are not where you are, and they mm-hmm. want to think they or they want to hope that they can get to where you are. So maybe tell us about where you were before and what forced you to get here. Yeah. So let's go with the, the rags to riches story. Right? Yeah, I like that. Well, the thing is, I was a virgin until I was 20 years old. So I was. No I was, way! I was by far the last one of my friends. Wow. I was way behind the curtain originally. And my thing was, I played basketball growing up. Like, I was a college basketball player. So I was like, my first girlfriend was Spalding. All right, it was basketball. Like, I'm going to sleep. Like, I don't even know what that is. You be a college yeah. basketball player and stay a virgin. Isn't that well, weird? was it a community college? I was Mormon, actually. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about you. No, but I was all about basketball. That was all I wanted to do. So I was like, listen, I'm focused on this. Girls are going to have to wait, right? So when I turned around 20, I stopped playing basketball. I was burned out. And I'm like, you know, I should probably get some pussy now. Like, college, 20 year old, like, this is probably something I should do. And I would go to parties with my friends. And they would immediately, like, they'd bolt in the room. And they'd see the first girl. And they'd go talk to her. And they'd be flirty. And the girl would be laughing. And they'd, like, pick her up. And she'd be, like, giggling. And I'd be standing there, like, at the door. And I'm like, I'm all alone. Like, like what? Like, this is terrible. And that was, that was too much for me. I was like, I need to figure this shit out. So I started hanging around guys like just, this is one of the best tips I can give all the guys out there. But if you struggle with girls right now, find guys who are good with girls. Or a woman who knows. Don't, don't start. Yeah. yeah. Wingirlmethod.com slash Jason. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But it's always good to have a couple friends who are just good with girls because what's going to happen is their mentality, their little lines that they use, how they do it, it's all going to rub off 
on you and you're gonna pick it up real quick. So that's one thing that I started to do. I, I got friends who were good with girls and I started like watching what they did. I read a lot of books, um, I picked up a couple mentors and I really, the last four or five years of my life just surrounded myself with all this information and just live it every single day. Like, But the way you were describing me is basically, that's what I want for every guy out there. Cause I, like, I have this theory that we could save the world if we made men just way more attractive and we made sex better for the world. That's what I think. Yeah. I think or, if everyone or just having... overpopulate the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's not saving it. That's killing it. Just <laughs> try. <laughs> Ruin my theory. Point Thank for you. me. <laughs> but I just think that if, if we could just make sex better for everyone, if everyone was just having really good sex, there'd be no more problems. I don't know. I don't want to get it'd be like this. No, it'd be like this. But, but honestly, <laughs> be sex like does 70s. become better when you when a woman is feeling feminine and with a man who is masculine and very open and comfortable with himself and like owns the room. So mm-hmm. I, absolutely, like everything that you and I are teaching and that we're doing on this show, hopefully, will help elevate men to that level to empower them to take on that grr and then like mm. ravage us in the bedroom. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like the way you say grr. Grr. <laughs> um, but, I, but I do want to get to these, the flirting thing. That okay, well, let me, let me give Sorry one Sorry that I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sure people are listening and they're going to write it on iTunes saying, like, you guys are all over the place, but please don't and listen. Well, she, was, she mentioned before that, like, the, the mundane conversations was like, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay, now we have nothing to talk about, right? Right. So one thing that guys, like, never, ever answer the question, how are you, with good say anything but good, okay? That is like a perfect, she literally just asked you a question, a girl you just met, that is a perfect opportunity for you to like reel her in and like hook her in and out, like get her curious or like, the, the, the thing you wanna do is right when you meet that girl, you wanna hit that different vibe. Everyone, for the most part, they communicate on this boring, mundane, tedious, predictable vibe. You want to come in there and have a totally different vibe, a good energy, be playful, be sarcastic, just be something to kind of hit her emotionally where she's like jolted and she's like, whoa, like that's, that's different. So don't say good. Say I'm shy. Say I'm indecent. Say I'm feeling sexy. Say I'm really conflicted right now. Just say anything. Don't that- say I'm feeling sexy. <laughs> You're like, that makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Say it. It works. It does. It does. It honestly does. If you own it, it does. Mm-hmm. But just say something that like you have to look sexy though. If you say it and you're like looking bad, it'd be like Ooh, this is awkward. Well, well maybe that's. But look you know, how it's you're already not sparking sexy, a conversation. Like, well, exactly. He's talking about right. getting your brain working. Right. So if somebody wasn't looking sexy, he's like, I'm feeling sexy. You'd be like, what? Like no matter right. what, that does catch your attention. So right. it is a good thing to say, even yeah. if you're not looking sexy. True. It could be like Mark Zuckerberg, and he's just like really like kind of shy, but he's just like I'm well, really, he has billions of dollars. He always looks sexy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. I know. Well, I, I was going to enjoy it. How'd you guys break it so quickly? Because it's the radio. It can't be. So, so it's all about standing out then. Just doing that, something well, outside I'll, of the norm. She, how can a girl feel attracted to you if she doesn't notice you? You know, mm-hmm. the That's very, very first thing the guy has to do is he has to stand out. Like, why do I wear so many bracelets on my wrist? Like, they each have a specific meaning and they've kind of added up over time. But I'm aware that that's one thing that makes me stand out instantly. Because most guys don't wear like eight bracelets on their arm. Mm-hmm. So you got to stand out in, in some way, whether it's the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk. Maybe you're, you have these personality quirks. But like if you do have those quirks, fucking own them and put them out there right away because then she's going to notice that you are different. You know, it's so true. I'll go out to bars and then, you know, I'll notice chicks, hot chicks, whatever. But when a girl walks in with like a hat on, you know, like a special kind of hat, mm-hmm. either like a fedora or something, and she's looking sexy as shit. I'm automatically attracted to Me her. Me too. And I'm I like, look at who's her. that girl in the hat? Mm-hmm. I know. I, I wish fedoras wearing hats. Fedoras are like kind of on their way out, and but I you, wish they weren't because I find them very, very attractive. Or yeah. even like the like the big sun hats, anything like yeah. that. Like when a girl wears wears that. I'm just like the mysteries, like who's that? Because it, it's so true. Everyone else is not, so, and yeah. then the one who's different, yeah. you automatically. Well, okay, so our our yeah. brains there's something called incongruity theory, which basically says that. If we're in a room, the one thing that's incongruent to everything else is what our brain is going to focus on. It's like an evolutionary thing because if we're in like a tribe back in the day and there's 10 cool looking people and then one dude who looks like he wants to club you with like a stick or something, your brain's going to focus on that guy because that's incongruent and that's like a life threatening thing. But obviously it's not life threatening anymore. But if you go to a bar and there's nine girls wearing white dresses and there's that one chick in that tight little black dress. Where is your brain going to be looking at? Right. Yeah. It's going to put I, all this attention on her. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. And I've always seen like the girls standing. I don't go to clubs and whatnot. I've always seen the girls standing outside of the club <laughs> with like the short dress. And like they're all wearing the exact same like it's neon blue or neon pink yep. and like high heels. And like I'm not wearing a coat, but it's like 20 degrees out and blah, blah, blah. They look so absurd. It's yep. like it's like one 
bozo after the other like parade <laughs> outside of this club it's like why do you think that that is it's it's this thing of like people become sheep i think yeah and they forget that being you know an individual or standing out is 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 okay to do or is the better thing to do and they're all waiting this line and i'm thinking how are you going to i thought that how are you going to attract a dude looking like every other girl there and not that i've like gone to clubs and stuff often but when i have gone I've always chosen, I've always thought the girl in the white t-shirt with the jeans and like the cute sneakers and like the tousled hair, it looks so much hotter than the girl in the short mini dress from Forever 21. And, always thought and, that because they're saying something about themselves. And, and to, to the dudes out there, go out with a group of your friends and stop for a minute and look at what you're wearing and look at what your buddies are wearing. Right. If you're all wearing pinstripe buttons time, up. You're going to be the girls in the short dresses. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and a lot of these guys, they're all wearing the same thing. And me, where I did my killing is I always dress differently than my guys. If my guys were wearing, like, jeans and a T-shirt, I was wearing boots and, and a like, a button-up shirt or something that just made me different than the group. And, yeah, you'll get some flack from your boys, but that's just them hating because they know you're going to pull more than them. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, they wish they would have had the balls to stand out like And, and it exactly. says something about your personality, too, because if you're just in line with everybody else, you're just like, blah, 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 and we're going to have that conversation that we were just saying, like, oh, how are you? Good. I'm mm-hmm. good. I work at Verizon Wireless. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be anything different. But when you're the guy in a different yeah. outfit with yeah. a little bit of his own thing, that says a lot about your brain, which we've already talked about, women are attracted to. Yeah, it's it's, it's so funny. I used to have the necklace and the bracelets and all that when I was single because I was kind of like you. I wanted to stand out. I love the attention from women. Now that I got a serious girlfriend, my girl goes, <laughs> "Why are you wearing the necklace?" Mm-hmm. Why that's, do you have the bracelet? You don't need to wear that's that. True. Why are you doing that? Be careful. Don't let her tame you too much. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I, I, I've, I fight it as much as I can. It's a fine balance, but she's a keeper, so I'm going to keep her around. But it is very true. I feel mm-hmm. like some women try to now. They're like, well, but, we don't want well, any But that's also why they thought you. you were so sexy that's to begin with. That's why they liked you in the first place. So yeah. if you stop doing the things that attracted her to you in the beginning, at some point, she's going to lose that attraction. So yeah. Even though she might say she wants you to stop those things, deep down, she probably doesn't. Yeah. No, because it ruins it. Yeah. It definitely ruins it. And, and, what, and that's a great thing you bring up right there. What's your take on women saying one thing, but then meaning another thing? 95% of the time, I take whatever they say, and I flip it 180, and that's what I believe. Kind of. <laughs> That was that was like half true. So like forty percent of the time, I do that. Ninety five percent of the time, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> but you're, are you saying for the like initial meeting or in a relationship? In a relationship, obviously, people are going to be a little bit more straightforward. But if I'm in a bar and I'm talking to a girl and she, like, I make some joke teasing her or something like that, and she says something like, you know, it's. It's good you're making fun of me right now because I'm obviously not at all attracted to you or something like that. Like obviously, if a girl says that. She's attracted to you, right? Oh, like 100%. You have to, yeah, you have to be aware of like the signs. And this is what me and Marnie talked about in our interview last week, wingirlmethod.com slash Jason, <laughs> where <laughs> we were talking a lot about that. Like One of the things I like to do, and a lot of times if I'm in a room, is I just mute everybody. I, I just, I don't know if more, like, other people can do it. I tell them to try it, but I certainly can do it. Where I just like shut everybody up, and then I look at their body language. I look at their facial expressions. I look at what their feet are doing. I'm looking at all these things. And that's where the, we call those honest signals because mm-hmm. we can lie with our mouth. We're really good at lying with our mouth. We live in LA, best liars in the world, right? <laughs> so you got to look at like the body language and things like that. And that's where you're going to get your honest signals. That's where you're going to find out what she's really saying. So she might say something, but take this into account a lot more and put a lot more value on this than the words that are actually coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Like yeah. One thing you said is that the feet don't lie. It's like the, if her feet are pointing, and that's from the new girl where I learned mm-hmm. that too, mm-hmm. but if her feet are pointing towards you, mm-hmm. she's in. Exactly. Because like, she's not ready to run out the door. Right. Yeah. I mean, and everyone can probably attest to this. When you were younger, did your mom ever say to you, like if you were eating like crappy food at a friend's house and you made like some nasty face, she'd be like, hide your face, right? Like, yeah. Don't let them know that, yeah. that this woman can't cook for shit, right? So you were taught to lie with your face from a really young age. All of us were. We're all amazing at like masking shit up here. But we weren't taught to hide our feet. Our feet are honest. Our feet are like they're, you know, I was looking at the feet before when you guys were talking before and I see certain people's feet like they I was taught to hide them because they always smelled. Your feet. No, I'm just kidding. That was a bad joke. We know one one of four in here is (laughs) (laughs) But the feet don't lie. So like, it's funny because when you were like quiet, your feet were still. And then when you start talking at some point, your feet started moving. Yeah. That's because you got excited because you're telling you wanted to say and your feet start moving. Like the feet don't lie. So when you're talking to a girl, if she's got one foot pointed away from you, 
when she's like like this, this means she wants to go because she's one of her, like she's ready to go. That that won't lie. She might be pretending that she's like polite, or whatever. But she wants to get the fuck out of there. However, on the other hand, she's got both feet planted towards you, or she's leaning in, or anything like that. And then read that. That's that's honest. That's so true. Because when I go to bars, I, I I make it an effort to watch this happen, and mm-hmm. I could always spot the people who are going to get along and, and maybe go home or or take a relationship outside of that bar, mm-hmm. and then the people who are looking to get out. And it really is the body. You language. can totally tell, right? Yeah. Totally. And you don't, you don't have to study body language. This is intuitive shit that our genetics just know if we just listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's a great. If anyone's like in a bar and talking to a girl after a couple minutes and you don't know what to talk about, what he just mentioned is a great game to play Ooh, with the girl. Start, I love that. Yeah, go side by side. Okay, this is one of my favorite things to do is I'll talk to a girl and I'll say, all right, let's take a look around here. And then we'll turn our like bodies side to side. So now we're not like just meeting, but now we're on the same team. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's like a mm-hmm. body You're touching, language. yeah. Exactly. It's, great. it's like us versus them. Mm-hmm. But now we're looking at the bar and I'm like, okay, them two over there. Are they fucking? Are they dating? Do they hate each other? Like, what's the deal? And you start breaking these people down and you just make up these funny random stories. Like, yeah, he met her at Walmart. She was buying toilet paper. He asked her if she had diarrhea. She said, yes. He said, that's <laughs> disgusting. And then they laughed and now they're dating. Like, you can make up these ridiculous funny yeah. stories about people, but it's like, it's playful. It's That's great. fun. That gives you an hour of conversation oh, with the yeah. woman. And if her feet aren't pointing your way at the end of that conversation, she's crazy. And then the best part is at, at the end of it, you can say, all right, what do they think about us? And then you make up your own story. Oh, that's cute. Wow. That's cute. Wow. Most wow. feet are are pointing towards Jason right Jason now. Jason Capital. All There's something Jason. else pointing I got towards a Jason. Guy, I got a, got a bromance going on with Jason <laughs> Seriously. Come on. Seriously. He's got three feet at Jason. Oh, but I feel like we, we have to start wrapping up now. And this is horrible because I want to you to hear more from Jason. But honestly, we, we covered the thing we talked about in our interview, obviously, mm-hmm. on our interview. So for people to go listen to it, go to winggirlmethod.com slash Jason and listen to I think it's like 40 minutes, whatever it is. The mm-hmm. long, free, There's a lot free, of kick-ass information. Yeah, free MP3, which is absolutely amazing, um, with kick-ass information that gives you step-by-step instructions on what to do, how to flirt, how to get girls, and how to make them come home with you. and Make them want. Make to them come want to come home with you. Home exactly. With you. exactly. Not force them to. Exactly. Um, but yeah, okay, I had a whole bunch of questions that I wanted to ask, but I think next week is when we are going to cover all those. Yeah. And I've got, uh, you know, the, the best text to send after you have sex with somebody, and I have questions about dating younger women, but we're going to have to cover that next oh, week. Oh, we'll definitely but, do that. And we got to bring Jason back again. Yes, for sure. Jason, yes. capital. Yes. Everybody we have to bring to him back a, for me. I know, everybody seems to have a crush right now. So, <laughs> well... Guys, thank you for listening. I really want to stress, go to our Twitter page and follow us on Twitter because um, not only will you know when our shows are airing, but you'll also get uh, cool information from Marnie, you know, with her expert yes. things. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm, like, amazing well, to follow. what are the names for Twitter to follow? Follow at uh, Ask Women Podcast and uh, follow me at Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And then follow Marnie, too, at Wing Girl Method yes. on Twitter. And then Wonderful. also, um, if you have any... Uh, um, questions you want to uh, email us privately, email us at askwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. See you soon. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women Podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.